Blog Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast with Michael Boldea. All right, welcome to the program and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast. I am, as always, your ever humble host, Michael Boldea. And uh, another week has come and gone uh, as, as time uh, passes and uh, the seasons change. I think all of us are uh, ever more surprised that still no mushroom cloud, which, you know, thumbs up because uh, I have plans for the weekend. Um, my brother and I are driving to Indiana, I believe, uh, to see some old friends. Uh, not going to give out the address because... It's a church in a garage with uh, limited space. So uh, we're just going to go fellowship with some brethren, uh, be back home hopefully by Sunday afternoon, Lord willing, uh, and then start a new week afresh. That doesn't mean the world is not continuing to spin out of control because uh, these are the days and these are the times that we live in. Now, uh, I, I, I've said for the last couple of weeks that uh, all we're really waiting on right now is for the world to pick sides. That wasn't a throwaway line. That wasn't something that was, uh, you know, supposed to sound mysterious. And with each passing day, we're seeing more and more nations picking a side uh, as far as Israel is concerned. Now, for, for those of you holding out hope, that uh, this nation uh, is uh, intent on defending Israel. I think the only reason that we're doing it is because the polling says we should. Honestly, I know, I know, I know I'm going to get the letters and I'm going to get the email. Oh, no, it's not true, Brother Mike. This administration currently, I don't know, maybe the future will say something different, but currently, the only reason this administration half-heartedly supports Israel is because the polling says so. Uh, now, as far as other nations uh, and uh, their respective uh, positions, uh, Yemen has declared war on Israel. Bolivia, Colombia, I think even uh, Chile, Chile of all nations, has severed political ties with Israel. Uh, China publicly denounces Israel. Uh, Spain and I believe Belgium are also openly repudiating Israel because uh, how dare you defend yourselves? And I know uh, this is your uh, friendly neighborhood Zionist shell coming at you. Because I've already, how dare you? It doesn't matter that it's Israel. Any other nation in this position would have a right to defend itself and its citizens. Can, can we stop with the whole Zionist shill nonsense? There is, look, you have no moral footing here. They started it. They killed, what, 13, 14, 1,500 people just because they were Jewish. And you're expecting a nation of 7 million or 6 million or however many there are right now uh, to, to sit on their hands surrounded by enemies who, lest we forget, didn't say, oopsies, we apologize, or, oh, uh, what we did was wrong and morally reprehensible. Uh, a Hamas official said, we will repeat October 7th terror attack until Israel is annihilated. 
there's no repentance here. There's no oops, sorry. This is this is this is this is the Britney Spears song on replay. Oops, we did it again, and we're gonna do it again. So stop, stop with this 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 uh, moral equivalency. Well, you know, now they should stop because uh, they did a thing, and now they did a thing. These people aren't gonna stop. Hamas, Iran, the Saudis, all the people that are funding this this, for lack of a better word, attempted extermination of a people. They're not going to stop even if Israel pulls back. They're not going to stop even if Israel says, all right, let, let's, go, let, let, let's go back to, to, to uh, you know, evens. They have a plan. They have an agenda. They have a desire. They have a focus. And right now, since they can't get to the, uh, you know, great Satan, uh, they'll, they'll make do with trying to exterminate little Satan, which they consider Israel to be. Now, a senior political official in the Palestinian Hamas terror organization told Lebanese television last week that the group intends to repeat its October 7th terror attack until Israel is annihilated. Well, that just sounds like they want to come to the table and hash out some sort of peace. You know, somebody's waving the white flag and going, hey... We've had enough of bloodshed. We've had enough of tears. Can we sit down and come? No, these people aren't doing that. So I'm not even going to bother answering the Zionist chill emails anymore. I've never been to Israel. I don't have a Hebrew name. I don't pretend to be Jewish. But they are people. And notwithstanding the fact that they're Israelis, any other nation should be able to defend itself the way Israel is doing and attacking those people that they know are responsible for murdering innocents. We're seeing this, and it's not like the hatred never died. It just went to sleep for a little bit. I think is the best way I can put it, because we're seeing things happening all over the world, man. The Jewish cemetery in uh, Austria was set on fire. There, there's Jewish families waking up uh, with swastikas on the sides of their homes or with stars of David and all this stuff. Look, the only thing that I could ask you to do is put yourself in their shoes, where for no other reason than for the fact that you were born Jewish, somebody wants to exterminate you. We don't don't have to go any deeper than that to understand they're human beings whom other human beings have decided do not deserve or have the right to live and breathe the same air. Those human beings have a right to defend their lives. They have a right to defend their homeland. It's as simple as that. So please, I'm begging you, those of you that are, that are really big anti-Israel people, you're not going to get me to change my mind because it's not about Israel, it's about being human. So you can call me a Zionist shell until your fingers bleed off your keyboard. I don't care. I've told you my position. I've told you where I stand. I believe that they deserve and have the right to defend their nation, to defend their lives, to defend their people. And yes, go after those that killed innocents in their own country. 
Now, thankfully, the uh, Biden administration is seeing the writing on the wall. They're seeing the wave of anti-Semitism sweeping the globe. And it's scary, man, because these, look, doesn't matter who it is. This level of hatred has a, a, a demonic root. You can't hate somebody you've never met to that level where you're willing to see them set ablaze and dance and laugh while that's happening. It's demonic. But, thankfully, the Badan administration, mm, pardon me while I sip from my delicious beverage. It's, it's hot. I just brewed it. Uh, my, my, my little brother finally caved and actually bought another Keurig because uh, the old one uh, went to the great beyond of, uh, you know, dead Keurigs. So, yeah, we got another one. This one takes forever to brew. It's one of those side-by-sides where you can brew a coffee pot or a, a, a Keurig pod, and I think it's trying to think. I don't know what's happening, but I'm standing there half asleep waiting, and like, I, life's too short. But it finally gave me what I wanted. It, it gave me some, some hot, dark thing that is heavily caffeinated, so that's good. But going back to uh, just the foresight of uh, this administration. It, it's something that needs to be seen. It's something that needs to be acknowledged. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't keep a straight face. I think you're, you're hearing the, the levity in my voice. The Biden administration confronts a wave of anti-Semitism by putting Kamala Harris in charge of Islamophobia. That, you, you read it right, or you heard it right, because I read it right. This is actual news. The Biden administration confronts a wave of anti-Semitism by putting Kamala Harris in charge of Islamophobia. <laughs> I kid you not. This can't... Look, I, if you guys haven't gotten your red noses from Walgreens, Next time you go to get the Tums or the Pepto-Bismol, give them a dollar, get your red nose, and put it somewhere where you can find it, because this is clown world. I mean, at some point, we're all going to be wearing the red noses and trying to honk them. That's, we can't. This, at some point, you look at the situation and go, yeah, I get it. I understand. I know why what's coming is coming, period. Uh, President Joe. Biden has found a novel way to fight a dramatic rise in anti-Semitism since the Hamas terror attacks on Israel October 7th. Putting Vice President Kamala Harris in charge of a new national strategy on Islamophobia. The country has seen a near 400% rise in anti-Semitic incidents since the start of the war, according to the Anti-Defamation League. In a video on Twitter, hash X, 
uh, Harris said, as a result of the Hamas terror attack in Israel and the humanitarian crisis in Gaza, we have seen an uptick in anti-Palestinian, anti-Arab, anti-Semitic, and Islamophobic incidents across America. The fact that this woman can still spell her name, which I'm doubtful of because I've never heard her spell her name, is surprising to me. I think whatever malady Joe Biden has, mentally speaking, uh, has, has, has transferred over to one Kamala Harris, uh, and apparently it's catchy. Uh, it's, it's like uh, the sniffles my kids and wife had this week. Uh, yeah, the whole family, except for me. I'm, I'm, I'm a tank. I'm sorry. Uh, for those of you that are sickly, um, I, I can't say I know how you feel. I can't say I've walked a mile in your shoes. Uh, the only thing that, that I have is gout, and I haven't had a gout attack, thank the Lord, for a few years. But other than that, flu season and being sickly and fluey and, and feverish never happens to me. Uh, it's, it's, it's the gas station grilled cheeses. I think they have uh, more health benefits than the researchers have let on. Uh, but yeah, it, it's the wife first and then both of the kids uh, had fevers. They were snotty. Uh, you know how sickly kids are. They're not fun to be around, yet I stayed. As uh, Hillary Clinton's book said, I persisted. Uh, And uh, they got over it. They're back in school today. Today, by the way, is uh, November the 2nd. Look how time flies and how close we're getting to the 2024s. November the 2nd, the year of our Lord 2023, uh, is what today is. We are recording this program. It is early in the a.m. It will air this evening, but hopefully... Uh, between now and then, still no mushroom clouds. Uh, but yes, uh, because of uh, look, I and and you got to feel for her because hopefully she's aware enough to understand how in over her head she is in the position that she currently holds as vice president of these United States, because everything that comes out of this woman's mouth is a word salad. It's, it's like Joe Biden. You're sitting there going, what exactly are, are you trying to say? Can uh, Just point to your nose if I'm getting close. All right? I'm going to say some things, and if that's what you were trying to say, then just point to your nose and we'll know that we're, we're, we're getting there. We're, we're over the target. Uh, but yes, uh, in a video on Twitter, hash X, Harris said, as a result of the Hamas terrorist attack in Israel and the humanitarian crisis in Gaza, as uh, some uh, southern politicians like to call it, it's Gaza. I know. It's, I'm not trying to be pretentious. I, I, I'm not trying to be uh, Barack Hussein Obama with the Pakistan instead of Pakistan. Uh, but it is Gaza. It's not Gaza. Uh, so... As a result of the Hamas terrorist attack in Israel and the humanitarian crisis in Gaza, uh, we have seen an uptick in anti-Palestinian, anti-Arab, anti-Semitic, and Islamophobic incidents across America. The Biden administration is lumping these separate types of incidents together, uh, as Harris tried to explain. Why not? Because one are instigators, the others are victims, but hey, you know what? 
There's enough victimhood to go around. Just ask Kamala Harris. So, yes, she's been appointed. Uh as head of the National Strategy to Counter Islamophobia because of all the anti-Semitism going on. You can't make this up. I'm sorry. If you people think there's a shred of hope for this nation to, to, to redress and course correct with these people at the helm, then, uh, you know, you should, whatever it is you're uh, consuming, uh, you should probably keep doing it because if you stop and you see the reality of what uh, is going on, oh, you, you'd likely suffer some, some sort of mass depression. Uh, Harris mentioned an attack in Illinois on a Palestinian-American Muslim woman and her six-year-old son in which the latter was murdered, which is very sad. She did not mention the wave of anti-Semitism on college campuses and in American cities, some of which is fueled by Muslim and pro-Palestinian activists. Uh, My curiosity, and I think it's well-placed, is whether this Palestinian-American Muslim woman and her six-year-old son were attacked based on the fact that they were Palestinian-American Muslims or, I don't know, the dad got angry and he thought he could stone his wife and hit the kid instead or something. Uh, I, I'm curious because if, if it would have been documented and fact-checked, as Facebook likes to say, which is ridiculous, but if it would have been documented that the attack was based on the fact that she was Muslim, uh, it would have gotten a lot more airtime. Just a a random attack by a hoodlum because he thought she had some cash in her burqa uh, doesn't make for an anti-Muslim attack. So I'd like to know the origin and the reasoning behind it. Nor did Harris mention that Hamas is an Islamic fundamentalist organization devoted to killing Jews, not just in Israel, but all over the world and that mainstream American Muslim and Arab communal organizations have been silent on Hamas. Uh, I'm not, look, I I was going to say something, and I'm not going to say it because I'll let you figure it out for yourself. But it's, uh, look, there's Hillsong Christians and then there's real Christians. There's westernized Muslims and then there are real Muslims. Uh, the, the, the Hillsong Christians don't usually poo-poo or look down or talk about the real ones because uh, they know they're not what uh, the parameters of the faith dictate that they should be. The same goes for westernized Muslims. I'm sorry, it's not a religion of peace. They used the same marketing firm as... Uh, the Inflation Reduction Act people. I think they went to the same fellas and go, we need this to say something opposite of what it really is, does, and means, okay? Uh, so how about the Inflation Reduction Act? Like, bravo! Is it gonna? Is it gonna what? Reduce inflation? Of course not! Are you insane? Well, at least the name, uh, you know, kind of hints at it. Exactly. So the religion of peace uh, 
isn't. All right. I like I said, uh, it's been a while since I've said it, but I know I've said it because uh, of my elephantine memory. But I've read the Quran because I need to understand my nemesis. I need to understand my enemy. I need to understand the people that see me as a detriment to the continuity of their faith. Okay. And yes, the Quran, and whether you're Shia or uh, you know Sunni, your enemy is still the same, does say that you have a right and a duty before Allah to exterminate all unbelievers. So let's not with the religion of peace, huh? Well, you know, there's a reason that Muslim communities in the West haven't condemned what Hamas is doing. You, You can't condemn what they're doing because what they're doing is literally what Islam says you should do. There, I said it. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. That's the reality of it. I, but I know some good Muslim people. I'm sure you do. And as long as they, they, don't, they don't become fundamentalist Muslims, you're probably okay. But if they start giving heed to the muftis and the leaders, they go, hey, the, the, the only good Jew is a dead Jew. The only good Christian is a dead Christian. Then, you know, maybe lock your door at night. So stop with this nonsense. Well, those are just... No! Those people are holding to the letter of the law. They are holding to the literal translation of Islam. This is what Islam was meant to be. Why? Have we not seen enough bloodshed in this world to call it what it is? Harris also claimed that Muslims are affected by a disproportionate number of hate crimes, but anti-Muslim hate crimes are dwarfed by hate crimes against Jews. Now, after this sip, I know, I said I don't get it, but I still have, I'm a little little bit Flemish. I, I may have a bit of phlegm, but that's because I was out. It was cold. Today's nice. The sun's out, it's probably 40s, but it was cold yesterday. It was down in the 20s. And uh, I'm still uh, wearing shorts in protest of winter. So that might have something to do with it. But I'm I'm not feverish. I'm not coffee. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, maybe a little bit of phlegm. Uh, I should start learning German. The phlegm helps. Uh, But, okay, understand that there's, what, 7 million Jews and 2 billion Muslims in the world. So when Harris claims that Muslims are affected by a disproportionate number of hate crimes. Eh, I, I, I don't believe you. If you look at the stats and the numbers, I really, really don't believe you. But anti-Muslim hate crimes are dwarfed by hate crimes against Jews, who are the most frequently targeted group. The claim echoes a widely panned response by White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, FYI, if you didn't know, the first openly lesbian, biracial uh, press secretary that the White House has ever had. And she's doing such a great job that every time you hear the woman open her mouth, you go, eh, with this administration, you yeah, know, expected. It's what you'd expect. 
when she responded to a question about anti-Semitism by talking about Islamophobia. Like I said, get your clown noses, kids. They're probably going to go up in price. Inflation's affecting everything. That response came amid concerns that Biden might lose votes in the swing state of Michigan because the U.S. has supported Israel's war effort. Hadn't read this article until now, but what did I tell you? What did I tell you? It's all about the polling. Everything is about the polling. And as soon as the polls shift, as soon as something tells them that they're not going to get enough votes in whatever state, then they're going to pull back. I, I, I've said this to friends, and I've said this to people I know, the best thing the U.S. could do is let Israel do what it needs to do in order to secure their citizens. I, look, I, somebody, should, somebody should hire me. I, I'll, 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 I'll go work for the PR company that called it the Inflation Reduction Act and that called Islam the religion of peace. Because American prophetic, Biden tries to appease swing state Muslims by calling for pause in Gaza as Hamas retreats. The only reason they're retreating is to regroup. That's another thing that we need to understand. They have made their intentions very clear. Their intentions are utter destruction and annihilation of Israel. This wasn't some guy in a, in a dirty pajama chasing a goat out in the wilderness that got interviewed by, by a, a Botoxed blonde senior citizen that still thinks she's 35. This was a Hamas official who said, we will repeat October 7th terror attack until Israel is annihilated. A senior political official in the Palestinian Hamas terror organization told Lebanese television last week that the group intends to repeat its October 7th terror attack until Israel is annihilated. The Middle East Media Research Institute translated the interview. In it, Hamas political official Ghazi Hamad, uh, or also known among his friends and peers, the Unibrow, uh, I kid, but uh, uh, says that attacks on Israeli civilians are justified. That's what happens when you dehumanize an entire populace. You justify horror. You justify anything. Ghazi Hamad said that attacks on Israeli civilians are justified, that the cost in terms of Palestinian martyrs is worth the ultimate goal of ending Israel, and that Hamas will continue to mount such attacks. Ghazi Hamad of the Hamas Political Bureau said it in an October 24th 2023 show on Lebanon Live that Hamas is prepared to repeat the October 7th Al-Aqsa flood operation time and again until Israel is annihilated. He added that Palestinians are willing to pay the price and that they're proud 
to sacrifice martyrs. Huh? Tell me you can reason with that. Tell me you can, uh, you know, sit down and negotiate. Hamad said that Palestinians are victims of the occupation. Therefore, no one should blame them for the events of October 7th or anything else. Adding, everything we do is justified. Well, that settles it, doesn't it, Mr. Unibrow? Israel should stay home and wait for you to come kill them. That way, everyone wins. Huh? We must teach Israel a lesson and we will do this again and again. The Al-Aqsa flood is just the first time. And there will be a second, a third, a fourth. Uh, not, not if a drone with uh, an explosive tip finds your unibrow, huh? Because we have the determination, the resolve, and the capabilities to fight. We will have to pay a price. Yes, and we are ready to pay it. Well, then by all means, sir, get in line. You first. Don't speak for others. Because not, not everyone that, that lives in Gaza wants to die a martyr. I'm sure some of them just want to play soccer with their kids or love their goats, whatever. But this man is speaking for, for every Palestinian. Go, we are ready to die. We are coming to die. And I'm sure some of them are going, not me, but enough are saying, yeah. Seventy virgins are waiting for me. I have never been with a woman. Seventy virgins. And enough of those people are willing to take up arms and go kill innocent people where you have to be proactive about these things. You can't just wait for somebody to, to follow up on their threats. You can't just wait for somebody to make good on the threats they've leveled against you. Because at that point, it's already too late. Look, and it's not, it'd be easy to say just this administration, but politicians in general are very good at at, at throwing people under the bus when they no longer need them. Look, it's, we're seeing this, this open hatred around the world that that has no 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 sign of stopping that has no sign of slowing down and as i said in the beginning of the program we're we're still in the picking sides portion of this so yemen has declared war. We talked about that. European allies, at least major ones, are calling for uh, Arabic world, regardless of sectarian differences, to mobilize for war. When, when, When this shakes out, Israel is not going to have very many friends left. And surprise, surprise, it's exactly what the Bible said would happen. 
And imagine how, how, how twisted an entire world can become when a nation is attacked, over a thousand people are murdered, including babies, including women, including children. And then when the nation that was attacked retaliates, they're the ones that are demonized. When they defend themselves and go after the people that murdered their citizens, they're the ones that are in the wrong now. And even uh, the, the adult diaper wearer in chief, because polling told him so, is calling for a pause in Gaza. Look, the most dangerous person is a person with power and no scruples. It's a person with power who will go whichever way the wind blows as long as they get what, what their ultimate goal is, which is power or more of it. President Joe Biden called for a humanitarian pause in the Israel-Hamas war as the IDF mounts a ground invasion of the Gaza Strip. The president made his comments on Wednesday evening when a protester interrupted his campaign speech by calling for a ceasefire. I think we need a pause, Biden said. Indeed, go change your diaper, sir. You need a pause. The president has been speaking to a crowd of supporters in Minneapolis about what motivated him to run for president. Oh, stop. Corn pop motivated you to run for president. Others in the crowd shouted the woman down, which prompted Biden to say that he understood her emotions. What about the emotions of people who just buried uh, pieces of their children? What, what about the emotions of, of mothers who, who buried headless corpses? Or of parents who got a notice in the mail, hey, you're never going to see your kids again. What about their emotions? The only reason that Hamas is retreating is so that they can regroup. They have made their intentions quite clear. If you want to, I can read it again. I like to read. Hamas official said this, we will repeat October 7th terror attack until Israel is annihilated. That's their position. Hmm? That is their position. How's Israel supposed to react to that? Oh, let bygones be bygones. Hmm. But they just said it wasn't going to be a bygone thing. Didn't they? They said openly that they will repeat over and over and over until Israel is annihilated. So that's what's happening. And and for anyone to, to oh you are a Zionist shill. 
they're people wanting to live, trying to live. Look, if, if, if there were only a handful of Hamas in, in what they call Palestine, and the rest of the people didn't want them there, if the rest of the people didn't agree with their actions, it'd be really easy to go, that guy right there, that guy. Yes, him, 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 him. You could give up every single one of them, but nobody's giving them up. They're offering them aid. They're offering them shelter. They're setting up bases in schools and in hospitals where they use innocent people as human shields because they understand optics. And so do the Jews. This is why I said when that whole hospital thing happened, I don't think it was them because they understand what the optics would do. And the whole world's just looking for an excuse and a reason to say, oh, you are the criminals here. We, we, can, we can whitewash history. We can just spray paint what happened a month ago, can't we? What, 1,300, 1,400, 1,500 dead? Ah, it was a, a misunderstanding. What, dead babies in ovens? Ah, misunderstanding. But your guy said you were going to do it all over again. Oh, you know, he, he had too much of the coffee. He, he, his God told him he did not love him anymore last night. He was very, very oppressed, depressed, you know, emotional. You... <laughs> How do you qualify what these people said with their supposed desire for peace or a peaceful resolution? That's all. Now, closer to home, because, and look, uh, we're, we're, <laughs> where do I begin? It may sound petty, or it may sound that I'm being petty, but I'm not. But I remember, because like I said, I don't forget things. Forgive, sure. Forget, not so much. When I I get letters from people, oh, you guys are just jealous of of IHOP, not not the pancake place. You're you're just jealous because the Lord is moving through them and not through you. So you're just you're you're casting stones. No, I'm not casting stones. I, I just my position has always been that any organization, any ministry, any place, any work that revolves around one individual replacing the individual or replacing Christ with the individual, making him the end all and be all of of that place's importance is bound to fail sooner or later. There's a hiccup there. And if that individual isn't being proactive and saying, look, it's, it's not me, it's Jesus. Go to Jesus, worship Jesus, look to Jesus. Then you know that whatever is happening, the dynamic between those people in the audience and themselves, he's enjoying it. He's enjoying being perceived as something greater than a vessel. Now, uh, los roosters, as they say in California, uh, or los pollos. See, I know Spanish, or at least enough to order food. 
uh, are, are coming home to roost. Venga a la casa, as they would say uh, also in California. International House of Prayer founder Mike Bickle, accused of sexual misconduct by multiple women. <gasps> Case Capri. I know, but he was Mike Bickle. Exactly, and do you understand that, again, American prophetic, uh, and it's not because I have any special insight into this situation. I just know how these things evolve. Let's put it that way. When the whole story comes out and when all is said and done, you'll see how many individuals in that church, in uh, the leadership, uh, those uh, in, 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 in senior positions, covered for Mike Bickle and for what he did knowing it was wrong. Because when your own uh, elder board asks you to step aside, uh, you know they've got enough of the goods where they need to cover themselves and not become... they, they, they didn't want the liability. It's not, it's not, we have finally cleansed the temple of evil. No. They realize that if somebody gets sued, they're going to be on the hook for whatever the payout is. This is business pure and simple. It's not finally we have seen the error of our ways and we have excised the, the sexual demon that was Mike Bickle. No, they're like, well, if they sue him and uh, it's in discovery, it's found out that we knew about this stuff and we covered it up. Guess what? Yeah, exactly. This is, I don't want to be the one telling you this because I don't want to be the one to shatter the hope of those that think uh, Western Christianity is of a certain enough or a big enough maturity where they can withstand the storm that is coming. I, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but it seems as though I have to. So International House of Prayer, Kansas City, uh, also known as the IHOP, uh, founder Mike Bickle, has agreed to step away from public ministry as he is investigated uh, for serious allegations, including sexual immorality, that have been made against him by multiple women. And everyone's going to want a slice. New Cadillacs aren't cheap, are they, kids? I don't know. I haven't priced one. But I'm assuming since everything else is shooting through the roof, uh, so are new Cadillacs. And listen, listen to the wording uh, of, of uh, the leadership. I love it. I told you. It's, uh, it's cover your behind times, kids. We are heartbroken to share that we have recently become aware of serious allegations, including sexual immorality, directed against uh, Mike Bickell, the founder of IHOP KC. Our leadership team takes these allegations very seriously 
and we are laboring for truth, light, redemption, and righteousness. Uh, that that uh, that statement may work on uh, the, the 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 credulent among us. Uh, though those that are easily swayed, uh, I'm look. Perhaps I'm da- I'm jaded. All right. Perhaps I've I've seen too much. I've been in ministry too long. Uh, perhaps I am jaded. Perhaps it was uh, recent awareness of something that's been ongoing, including uh, sexual immorality. But somehow, uh, I get the feeling that a lawsuit is in the making. And uh, they had to put this statement out to cover themselves. Uh, we'll see. Again, I, if you hear about a lawsuit in the next six weeks, then you know. All right? It wasn't a recent awareness and uh, labor for truth, light, redemption, and righteousness. It was, oh, they're suing. We need to get as far away from this as possible. We are engaging with outside parties to assess and arbitrate. What is there to arbitrate? Either it's true or not. Uh, Could it be, oh, could it be that what you are arbitrating is uh, the hush money? What you're arbitrating is uh, the dollar amount that will make this go away. We are, after all, IHOP. The church's leadership team announced on Facebook on Sunday. Our priority is to love and serve our high hop KC community during this moment. This news is unsettling for our spiritual family. Imagine how unsettling it was for the women who saw Mike Bickle as a spiritual authority and then got taken advantage of. I know, but hey, he was Mike Bickle. Exactly. And now you have to to run a cleanup operation, and now you have to pay out some hefty money. And and as long as the blowback isn't too severe, uh, you're going to announce that he has been restored. Glory, glory. Never, I, I mean, repentance, what's that? But yeah, we restored him. You know, we pulled out a magic wand, said a couple things. You know, oh, be restored. And there you go. He's back in IHOP's good graces. Uh, if if this thing gets a little traction, and if more people come out, and they gotta pay out more than whatever they're willing to pay out in order to, you know, <laughs> go away, uh, then yeah, they're gonna they're gonna condemn the actions of Mike Bickle, who brought shame. They knew. You can't. Look. You, you can't have ongoing affairs in a church setting with church ladies, I guess. I, I, I'm assuming there were ladies. Don't, don't hold me to it. I'm not the pink-haired lady. I don't know about dinosaurs in heaven. So me knowing whether Mike Bickle, you know, swung for the other team, don't know. But I'm assuming they were church ladies. You can't, you can't keep something like that so well hidden that, that after years and years, it just got discovered. You're covering yourselves. You're covering your behinds. Uh, 
the the lawsuit is a coming, and if it's not, then hush money will have been paid. And uh, some ladies working at the Cracker Barrel for seventeen twenty five an hour. I don't know what Cracker Barrel is paying. I'm assuming uh, is, is going to be driving around in a brand new Cadillac that they paid one thirty five for. So you know, all's fair in love and war. But if the broader picture. I, I Again, I, I try to inject levity wherever I can because this world's falling apart. But the broader picture is this. Don't, don't idolize men. No matter how big their ministry gets, no matter how influential they are, hold them to the standard of the Bible. Hold them to the standard of biblical truth. The moment you see it, call it out. Otherwise... They become Mike Bickle. The first time he got away with it, he was sweating it. By the tenth time, not a care in the world. Elder board's covering for me. The ladies are keeping silent because they thought they were doing the Lord's will. And it grows and it metastasizes. And now innocent people who thought, eh, we're going to a spirit-filled church. Uh, they're... They're, they're, they're going to get their, their uh, teeth knocked in, spiritually speaking. Because if someone like Mike Bickle can be a perv, is there hope for any of us? <laughs> so, anyway, uh, they concluded, our priority is to love and serve our IHOPKC community during this moment. This uh, news is unsettling for our spiritual family as we, as well as our entire leadership team. Please pray for all involved, including the ones who have come forward, those who have experienced a trauma, oh, and for the Bickle family, indeed. We are asking for patience as we work through this complex and very difficult situation. Uh, why is it difficult and complex? Either he did or didn't. If he did, kick him out. You're in leadership. You're not allowed. I don't care about your excuses. You were lonely by a dog. Stop stop coddling these people just because they have a little influence. Bickle, IHOPKC leaders, further noted, agreed on Thursday that he would not preach or teach from the church's platform, engage with the public on social media, or participate in the church's well-known 24-hour prayer room while we work with others to assess this situation. As difficult as this is for many, we are trusting in Jesus, indeed, wise and good leadership to help and strengthen us as we anchor our hope in him. Jesus' wise and good leadership is in the Bible spells out what needs to get done. If this man is found to have abused people under his spiritual authority, can, can we not, oh, we're trying about Jesus, stop. They're, they're already formulating the narrative. Dwayne Roberts, a founding member of the IHOP KC, Brian Kim, a former IHOP KC executive leadership team member, and Wes Martin, a former pastor, 
said in a joint statement published on Saturday that they were the ones who first confronted leaders of the ministry with the allegations that span several decades. This is what I was trying to get to. Several decades. It didn't start last month. Oh, my. Several decades. So not a couple, several. A few days ago, we made the leadership team of the International House of Prayer in Kansas City aware of serious allegations spanning several decades concerning its founder, Mike Bickle. Without going into details to protect the privacy of the victims' identities, we have found these allegations of clergy sexual abuse by Mike Bickle to be credible and longstanding. I know. See, I coughed on air. So unprofessional. The credibility of these allegations is not based on any one experience or any one victim, but on the collective and corroborating testimony of the experiences of several victims. I, what more do you need me to say? Huh? Now, again, another key thing. They allege that before meeting with the IHOP KC's leadership team, they attempted to discuss the allegations with Bickle directly, in the spirit of Matthew 18. But they were rebuffed. Bickle also attempted to intimidate, isolate, manipulate, and discredit his victims. That sounds like a man that is thirsty for repentance, doesn't it? He's just trying to protect his piece of the pie, kids. I mean, several decades. Eh? Somebody could have stopped him decade one. Called him out. Said no mas. But the getting was good. Wasn't it? When these allegations were brought to our attention, we were shocked. Indeed. We could never have imagined that inappropriate conduct with women as something we would ever need to be concerned about. <laughs> really? The former IHOP KC ministry worker said, The allegations seemed out of character to the man we thought we knew, but they were so serious we could not ignore them. Bickle, they explained, allegedly used his position of leadership over the women to manipulate them. You don't say. Hmm. So uh, this is likely going to be an ongoing thing. Uh, like I said, if, if you hear of a lawsuit or uh, what, what do you call those where more than one person sues? It's a class action lawsuit against the IHOP. Uh, then, then you know that they, they did this finally to cover themselves. Uh, and uh, not not be called to shell out the money that Mr. Bickle will likely have to, uh, whether hush money or this thing going to court. So, this is where we are. American Christianity at its finest. What tomorrow brings, only God knows but we take strength in the knowledge that he does know. So with that, I thank you again for being with us. <sighs> Strengthen yourself. 
be strong in the knowledge that God knows and that he protects his children wherever they might be. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being with us. Gino, if you're still there, uh, yep. say howdy. All right, he's howdy. here. All right, the moment you've all been waiting for. Gene Bean, it's all yours. I'll tell you what, you know, they had to know about this for years. I mean, decades, you know. And um, and it got exposed. God says what's done in secret will be shouted from the house housetops. And it's so critical to be careful in ministry. Careful. Uh, Dimitri Dudeman was very careful. He said, number one, live the life. You're the, you're the Bible the world reads. They don't read the Bible, they read their life. And the enemy's like a roaring lion, seeking whom he can devour. So we, we have to be on our guard. We have to watch. We have to be careful. And, and uh, I would say the IHOP folks had to know about it and waited years to, for it got so bad and obviously so exposed, they had no choice but to come out and validate the accusations. But I can promise you one thing, promise you. Brother Dudeman lived what he preached. And I know Mike got a wonderful marriage. And, uh, you know, I traveled with him, as I said, over 18 years. Hey, you know, it's not to say the devil didn't try a couple things, you know, but you resist the devil and he has to flee. You know, and, and Mike always, as we traveled, always was above reproach. We were careful, prayerful. Thank God he was with us in a great way. And uh, so it's a tragic thing because there's a lot of house of prayers all over the country. Look to Jesus only, the author, finisher of our faith. And he will what? If he be lifted up, draw all men unto him. And that's the main thing. That's a lesson to learn. You know, we're not lifting Mike Bickle up. We're lifting Jesus. And, you know, those that are leaders are your servants, humble, recognizing how much we need to be close to the Lord. Thank you so much to li- for listening to The Light of Truth. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you.